Welcome to PantherCast, the official podcast of TMI Episcopal, where we share stories from our alumni, updates about the school, and help you reconnect and discover what the TMI community is all about. Well, hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the TMI PantherCast podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Gish, Director of Community Relations. Today, I'm excited to bring you a faculty feature episode highlighting one of our new TMI teachers. Joining me today in the studio for this faculty feature is innovation and design instructor, Justin Kucherowski. Welcome to the show, Justin. Hi, thank you for having me, it's a pleasure. It's great to have you here. So before we jump into all things innovation and design, mm -hmm. why don't you start by sharing a little bit about your background and your teaching path before joining us here at TMI. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, uh, I went to the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville, Arkansas, um, transferred to Laterno University in Longview, Texas, uh, where I finished up my bachelor's in computer information systems. Um, I worked for a company for a little while, I'd say like three or four years, where I was the lead mentor. Uh, it was called Nerdies. So what mm -hmm. we did is we taught kids who were around the middle school age bracket how to code in Java through mm -hmm. modifying video games like Minecraft, which was really cool. So they were learning these like really high concept object-oriented programming paradigms mm -hmm. while playing one of their favorite video games. So that's where I kind of got my teaching bug at a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, and then from there, I uh, transferred to uh, All Saints Episcopal School in Tyler, Texas, where I became the director of the Center for Innovation, which was a new building a new area that they're implementing there to um, bring entrepreneurship, bring broadcasting, to bring uh, maker spaces, fabrication spaces, uh, stuff like that into a more traditional teaching environment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you were able to bring a lot of your hobbies and your activities kind of into this that position there and bring in a lot of your passions is that correct with bringing in the you started the innovation design program there with mm. a little bit I don't think you just mentioned it here but uh, you mentioned your band background yeah. and then you combine that with the coding mm. to really create this exciting new space for the students you want to talk a little bit about that yeah well my um, I guess my whole thing is uh, the reawakening of the renaissance person mm -hmm. right so uh, that's always been something i think that people should strive for is not to necessarily master one thing uh, but be pretty good at a lot of mm -hmm. stuff because it really opens you up as a person you know um to know a little bit about music to know a little bit about art to know a little bit about technology to know mm -hmm. a little bit about filming you know uh, to know a little bit about business uh, all these things they are there to um to build you up like little building blocks. So mm -hmm. that's what I was really trying to do uh, at All Saints is make uh, Renaissance people, make people mm -hmm. who uh, have a passion for any and everything, you know? And it doesn't have to be just this. Mm -hmm. It can be all these things and more. But yeah, if you wanna focus on one thing, sure, why not? Yeah, mm -hmm. opportunities are there. Yeah. Okay, so let's jump into a little bit about TMI. We, we snagged you, we got you this <laughs> yeah. year. You joined us in the summer, right mm -hmm. around, I think June, you were mm -hmm. able to hit the ground running and get your feet wet here. <laughs> yes. So we've been hearing a lot about innovation and design mm. this year. And while it's it's not really new to TMI, this is the first year that we're really integrating it into every single grade and we've got some dedicated innovation and design courses. Mm -hmm. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about what's going on with innovation and design 
here at TMI to help our parents and our listeners understand a little bit more about what this program is and what we're doing with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just like you were saying, it is a class. It's a course Mm -hmm. um, that middle school students and upper school students can both take. And there's not a lot of difference between the two. Uh, It implements, as I was saying, pretty much anything in the spectrum. It runs the entire gamut. Um, It's very student-oriented, it's student-led, and it's Mm project-based. So I like to say that I'm not necessarily a teacher, I'm more of a facilitator. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because it is project-based, the students figure out what it is that they're interested in, what it is that makes them excited to get up in the morning, and hopefully bring that to school and use that as something that they can uh, build off of. So for instance, for the first semester, we have uh, something called a personal project. Mm -hmm. And this is their big project for the semester. They do a lot of small stuff around the school for different teachers and stuff like that, but a really big project called a personal project. And that's something that they just find fascinating for themselves. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to help the community. It doesn't have to help anybody else. I know this sounds really selfish, Mm -hmm. but it's there to help them really get into that, what we call the design thinking mindset, um, and to to show that, yeah, you can pursue your passions, you can do stuff that you think is cool, and also make things Mm -hmm. uh, that maybe eventually will help somebody else out. Um, So we uh, we have students doing everything from a backpack that can mm-hmm. cool you during the summer <laughs> because he thought it was too hot getting from one building to Your another back on gets campus. all sweaty when you're wearing that backpack. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, to another student that's making a Android and iOS app for mm-hmm. their swim teacher to kind of keep up with meets and stuff. Um, and we have students that are doing digital painting because that's something that they mm-hmm. think they want to give one of their teachers or their parents. So it really is. It's one of those things that if, if you want to do it, and let's say I don't know how to do it necessarily because there is a lot of you know cross-disciplinary stuff that, yeah. that we're doing in there. I'm going to find someone mm-hmm. that does know how to or, or knows where we can start. And uh, if that's not here on campus, let's go outside of campus. You know, mm-hmm. I'll email people. I'll talk to people. I almost never like to say um, no mm-hmm. to to my students when they have an idea because you can see the passion, the spark yeah. in their eye when they're when they're talking about this stuff and who wants to extinguish that, right? Exactly. And the mm-hmm. sky's the limit and we can just bring those resources, find those resources, bring them here right. and give the kids the opportunity to do some things that they're incredibly passionate about. Absolutely. Which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the design thinking mindset. Can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about that so that you give us a, a broader understanding of of what that is and how it maybe differs from just a a regular kind of classroom mindset? Yes, absolutely. Um, Design thinking uh, is, I I don't want to say it's relatively new to the educational atmosphere, um, but it has been used a lot in the corporate world um, Mm -hmm. before it's kind of made itself into education or made itself formally into education. Uh, So design thinking is really a customer-based oriented, human-centric approach to design. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the first step in it is uh, is empathy. What you're doing is is you're trying to figure out what it is the person that you're making this thing for that you could potentially be designing this thing for, what is it that they really want? Mm 
Mm -hmm. I mean, those listening uh, out there that might be used to dealing with clients, a lot of the times what they say they want (laughs) isn't necessarily what they really want. Got to read between the lines. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. And so that's part of the design thinking process is learning how to read between those lines. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you take that and you go through a few different stages. Uh, You go through um, ideation, you go through prototyping, you go through testing, Mm -hmm. and then finally you launch your project. And in between that is a lot of iteration. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're always constantly trying to make whatever it is that you're working on better. And you're trying to make it better to suit the client, to suit the person. And that transfers almost one-to-one in Mm -hmm. the educational atmosphere and the educational realm. Because not only are the students doing it, in a class like innovation and design, um, but the teachers are also doing it. Instead of it being a client, mm-hmm. it's a student. So what is it that my students really want? What is it that my students really need from me? What is it that my students can get out of this class that I not might not necessarily be giving them, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're constantly iterating over that, over your curriculum, over your lesson plans, year by year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the students, they learn how to do that through um, like IND projects, but they're also doing that in chemistry. They're doing that in biology by going out and working on these projects that shows them how mitosis and meiosis works mm-hmm. and uh, all those all those great fun sciencey things. And you're using the design thinking mindset with pretty much every project that you guys do in class, correct? Yes, uh, they actually have to document mm-hmm. what uh, step in that design thinking process they're at mm-hmm. at any given time. Um, and it's not necessarily to show me to put it out on paper, but it's to to let them know as a reminder where they are mm-hmm. in the process at the time, and that this does have some sort of structure to it. And what you're trying to get to is that end goal, the end result, that launching of that product. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, during the last part of the first and second semester, they're going to have to present their projects to a panel of people. Mm -hmm. Um, That could be anyone from administration, other teachers, uh, staff members, faculty members, uh, and they have to, it's almost like defending a thesis. Mm -hmm. So they'll present what they're doing, they'll show them what they're doing. Even our middle schoolers? Even our middle schoolers, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Uh, And then they have to ask questions that Mm -hmm. are given to them uh, about what it is that they've been doing, which I know they're dreading. Yeah, they're dreading right now, but uh, it's, also giving them uh, those those soft skills of being like, okay, I'm going mm-hmm. to have to present this in front of professionals, in front of you know business people, in front yeah. of the people that you know have been teaching me classes. I need to learn um, how to stand up straight when I'm presenting, how mm-hmm. to talk in front of an audience uh, of not only my peers but people that might be you know a little bit above me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of intense, and I'm looking forward to it quite a bit. And when do they do their first round of presentations? Is that going to be November, right that, before the break, or uh, right after the break? Right after. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. That's yeah. good stuff. That's yeah, <laughs> very cool. Yeah. So tell me a little bit. You touched on it a minute ago. The cross-curriculum aspect that innovation and design really brings into the classroom. You mm-hmm. talked about with some of those individual, those passion projects that the kids have with whether it be digital art or some different things. So tell me a little bit how the cross-curriculum is coming into play in those classes and then I believe you have some ideas on expanding that mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So go ahead and talk about that a yeah. little bit. Um, well with the cross-curriculum part of it, 
believe it or not, it's always been here. And in a lot of schools, it has always been there. Uh, It might not be with every teacher. It might not be in every Mm -hmm. classroom. But that design thinking aspect, that project-based learning atmosphere um, has been at TMI for a while now. Uh, There have been teachers such as uh, Rob Friedrich, who's been here for a while, that Mm -hmm. uh, implements the design thinking process and a lot of the projects that he does in his uh, biology classes. Mm -hmm. Um, There is um, uh, Mark Philippi, Mm -hmm. who also does a lot of project-based stuff in his physics classes. And then there's uh, new teachers like Omar Valdez, who teaches middle school robotics and Mm -hmm. upper school physics that he has a design thinking background. He's working that in. Uh, so it, it's it's everywhere, even in the arts, especially in the arts. You know, you you talk about empathy. Yeah. You talk about trying to get inside of someone else's shoes and figure out, you know, where they're coming from. Mary Scuddy, you know, our mm-hmm. theater director. That's the whole idea behind acting is becoming another person, you know, mm-hmm. becoming another being, embodying someone else's uh, persona. So it's not just IND. It's, it's everywhere across mm-hmm. campus. And... Uh, TMI is definitely one of the best that I've seen at doing mm-hmm. it, but it is at, at many other schools across the country. So let's talk about, let's switch gears and talk a little bit about the space that you guys are in. We've mm-hmm. got the Walker Innovation Center that we've all been hearing about. We got mm-hmm. the signs up. We did the groundbreaking. So we've got a pretty cool and phenomenal building that is coming. So how is that going to play into the innovation and design program that we have and what what's that going to allow you guys to to start doing wow that's such a is a good question um so uh it is just to start out with uh, what it physically is mm-hmm. so it's going to be a space that houses a few different areas of interest uh, one of those will be a, a virtual reality augmented reality and artificial intelligence lab mm-hmm. where students can go in and not only experience all those things but develop mm-hmm. them as well so they'll be developing virtual reality experiences augmented reality experiences as well as learning how machine learning works at mm-hmm. a software level which is pretty neat for me personally Um, We also have a broadcast studio. This is where the arts gets pulled into Mm -hmm. it because I believe, you know, it shouldn't be just STEM. It shouldn't be just STEAM. It should be this thing. Yeah, it's everything. And so we're going to have a a dedicated podcasting booth. Hey, we'll Um, have to move this down the the hill. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it was pretty awesome Um, with an engineering table, right? Uh, right next to it uh, with a couple of editing bays next to that Mm -hmm. Uh, in the middle there a huge green screen with an actual like broadcasting area uh, stage lights where um, kids can come in and do live broadcasts Mm -hmm. they can do uh, short film sets things like that Uh, also with the production bay uh, in that area as well so they can learn software such as Adobe Premiere, Adobe After Effects, they mm-hmm. could learn how to put something like a lower third uh, on a live stream broadcast if they like. Mm-hmm. And then we have our fabrication uh, lab or what some people used to call a makerspace kind of back in the day, uh, in the middle of it, which is going to house a lot of both high tech and low tech mm-hmm. uh, pieces, of, uh, pieces of resources uh, that we'll be using, such as 3D printers, different formats for 3D printers, um, resin printers, laser cutter and engravers, and then you have your traditional table saw, band saw, mm-hmm. um, drill press, CNC machine, that type of thing. Um, a dedicated robotics lab because our mm-hmm. robotics team here at TMI has always kind of been one of the crown jewels of mm-hmm. the school. It's you know, been growing the, quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. And so we want to give them this space to really do their thing and even 
take what they're doing outside. So that's one of the great things about this new space, mm -hmm. the Walker Innovation Center, is that pretty much everything is going to be on wheels. It's going to be mobile. You can move anything and everything around. So it's all fluid. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how we want our students to see the area as well. It's like very fluid. It doesn't, this space doesn't necessarily have to be have to be the broadcast mm -hmm. studio you know this space doesn't have to necessarily be the VR lab mm -hmm. we can make it into whatever we want we also have a couple of spaces uh, that we call idea labs mm -hmm. uh, so these are our spaces that uh, teachers can come they can bring their classes into where mm -hmm. they can let their and all kids the, all the teachers all, all the, the teachers yeah campus. all the teachers um, can kind of uh, let their kids roam wall-to-wall -wall whiteboards um, the tables, uh, all the desks are on wheels, mm -hmm. multiple TVs, interactive TVs, that kind of thing in there. Um, the middle wall that separates the two idea labs can actually collapse down. Mm -hmm. So the space becomes one giant space mm -hmm. that can accommodate many things. Um, speaking of Mary Scuddy, mm -hmm. uh, we were actually talking about making uh, a theater in the round production in there, oh. or a dinner theater maybe. Mm -hmm. So you know, you have a new space where the arts can be implemented. Yeah. A patio area <laughs> off to the side. so. Uh, when Friday nights roll around, mm -hmm. uh, you can have some tailgate parties back there and, and uh, still see what's kind of going on inside of the inside of the Walker Innovation Center. That's, that's the space physically. Mm -hmm. That's the layout of it. But really what it is, it's a nucleus. Mm -hmm. It's a hub yeah. for the campus to make and take and create new ideas and bring those ideas from the Walker Innovation Center out into mm -hmm. not only the rest of the campus, but the rest of the community. Mm -hmm. uh, that's another big part of the innovation and design um, uh, class itself, is that mm -hmm. the second semester, the students actually have to go out into the community and solve what we call a community problem. Mm -hmm. So they have to go to nonprofits, they have to go to charities, they have to go to um, religious organizations, wherever it is that they think that they can find people who are in need mm -hmm. of uh, something that they can give them with our resources uh, to show that you know TMI is not only building this building for us and for mm -hmm. our students and for our faculty and for our parents we're building it for San Antonio mm -hmm. we're building it for our community you know and I want them to see it as the place where those ideas really begin yeah that's pretty amazing and mm -hmm. i was just going to say it really sounds like it is a a hub because there's so mm -hmm. many of these things that we're currently doing i know a lot of our teachers are using some green screen things we mm -hmm. have the the 3d printer and so to really be able to bring everything into this one hub where ideas are just being generated and lived out and yeah absolutely cool yeah, um, that and that's another great thing about having it all really in one area is that you have a lot of teachers, you have a lot of talent mm -hmm. in the same room as one another. When before they might not be uh, theater, you know, they're in their own space here on yeah. campus. IND, we're in our own space here on campus. Um, physics, they're in their own space here on campus. Well, what if physics and theater got mm -hmm. together because they're bumped into each other in the idea lab, right? Mm -hmm. What great things could, could they come up with then? Um, students that probably never would have uh, talked to one another or really mingled mm -hmm. with one another academically are now in the same space and they're seeing what each other mm -hmm. are doing and they're like, oh, I could help with that or that looks really interesting. What is that? Oh, I've got this idea to build off of that. It's this, it's this communal thing that I mm -hmm. think is gonna be really great. Yeah, so great for our, our community. It mm -hmm. really is, you know, we, we've said it for years, we belong to each other, yeah. we are a, a great community and, and it's, some, it's a place where we can really live that out you know, just one more spot on campus. It's not that we don't do that right, <laughs> in absolutely. other spots, but yeah. pretty exciting. So mm -hmm. that's, that's good to hear.
So let's go ahead and switch back uh, to you a little bit. Uh, you've given us a great overview on innovation and design, the Walker Innovation Center. What are some of the key ideas and lessons that you hope when you're teaching your students, what are those key ideas and lessons that you hope your students will carry with them for life when they leave your classroom? Uh, that there really are no boundaries mm -hmm. for them. Um, that they should never let anyone tell them that they can't do it, because mm -hmm. they can't. Um, I say this a lot, but uh, there's this stigma with especially middle school and high school students where people like to say, oh, you're into this? Okay, well, wait until you get into college and you can start studying as your mm -hmm. major. Or wait until you're after, after college and you, you know, you're in business or you're in whatever field that you're in, and then you can do it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I say that's not fair. Let's do it right now. Like yeah. if you have the passion for it, if you have the creativity, if you have the drive, and if you have the resources that we're giving you, uh, hopefully as a teacher and um, as a school, then what's stopping you from creating something that can cut, you know, plastic waste down in community retail shops? Mm -hmm. You know, what's to stop you from creating your own cryptocurrency business right now? Yeah. There's absolutely nothing. The only thing that's keeping you from doing your thing is you. And so I want them to know that there should be no boundaries uh, to their imagination, to their creativity. I love that. Mm -hmm. So what motivates you and inspires you to teach? Oh, it's... Uh, that moment, I think, when you see that uh, spark of passion in mm -hmm. the student's eye when they find something uh, that they may not necessarily be good at right uh -huh. off the bat, you know. Um, but it's all about learning. Exactly. <laughs> but that they, they see that they have a potential to love. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's really what does it for me, you know. Um, it's almost that, that light bulb moment yeah. where they're like, oh, wow. This is really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, what else can I do with this? You know, or um, I wonder if I did it this way, if it would be better. And they're, you know, they're wanting to spend more time in your class after school, mm -hmm. just going over it to, you know, to, to further their own education. Now they're taking the agency. Now they're 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 yeah. driving it themselves to to go on and, and learn a little bit more outside mm -hmm. of the classroom. Um, that's that's really the thing that that does it for me as far as being an educator that's that's what i kind of live for yeah. uh, day to day is seeing the passion in my students eyes and and it sounds a little selfish but knowing that i was the one that put it there yeah. you know like that, that that's uh, uh, you help really them great. grow that spark and really just yeah. become alive absolutely that is exciting stuff well, we've talked a lot 20 minutes has flown by is there anything that we didn't talk about that you want to maybe share with the audience before we wrap up anything about innovation design the classroom or anything that lies ahead um i just have to say that i am so proud of my students this mm -hmm. year uh, both my middle school and my upper school students uh, because they do not have the luxury of mm -hmm. the walker innovation center just yet mm -hmm. uh, they were the first innovation and design class ever at mm -hmm. tmi so they had no idea what they were getting <laughs> into uh, when they joined up but they have been absolutely phenomenal I would not trade them in for the world. Mm -hmm. They've been great. Uh, and so I just I just kind of want to give a little shout out to them. They've been fantastic. It's awesome. We do have some amazing kids. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's fun to see them every day. They're just yeah. good, what they're doing. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Justin, for giving us this deep look into innovation and design and sharing a little bit more about your path mm -hmm. and your story here. So thank you for visiting with us. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to TMI's PantherCast. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback and show ideas, so leave us a comment, email, or connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter using at TMI Episcopal. For more news, ways to connect, and to learn about upcoming events on campus, visit our website at www.tmi-sa.org.